Okay, cool. Well, we're live. Yep. Ready? Yep. Bonjour. What is going on? And welcome to the Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast. I hated my French episode so much last time that I'm going with the same French intro. I'm here with my co-host. KG in the house. And uh, sorry for the mics not being perfect. You know, I think we were getting a little complacent, leaning away. I think I had a week where I did it. He did it as well. But audio should be more than crisp now. Uh, we're giving these mics a good kits, a good little smooch. Mwah. Mwah. So yeah, so we're nice and we're nice and close. Like I realize not me I'm like and Kyle, but me and Kyle to the mic. Yeah, like on our separate mics. Yeah, he's in the kitchen. Yeah, I'm in the kitchen sitting with my olive oil and, and at, my coffee. And I'm at my desk. <laughs> and uh yeah we we just love making a nice cringy episode like we actually it's fun people have been saying that they like they find it funny and i feel like we should integrate more funny things because you know we're pretty funny human beings i'd like to say here and there try to be but um yeah this is what you get with the fit healthy and happy podcast and is it safe to say you're fired up kyle i'm fired up drinking my uh my daily coffee once again only having 150 milligrams for uh you know for trying it out and uh, it's been working pretty well so uh, yeah, it's been uh, it's been pretty nice. Yeah, so not a ton of new updates in our personal lives because we're beasting out some of these episodes. Um, so we filmed our last two yesterday. Uh, so we still haven't even competed. Um, I know this can get a little confusing chronologically with our lives, but easiest way to stay up to date with what's actually happening is our Instagram, at ColossusFit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. Really active on the stories there, and we do our best at uh, getting some posts in. Okay, let's jump right into quotes. What's your quote, Kyle? Uh, my quote for this week is never accept the limitations of someone else. Oh, I love C. that. C.T. Fletcher. So that's a huge one, man. Yeah, it's it's massive. Like for those of you who know C.T. Fletcher, like he's he's a bit on the crazy side. <laughs> Just search on YouTube C.T. Fletcher motivation. C.T. C.T. And like he's someone who inspired us. Like when we were kind of like growing it out, like growing up, just trying to get like he always has this quote about having like 21 or 22 inch guns. Like he's kind of on the crazy side. So like, I'm just mentally preparing you. But at the end of the day, like this quote really kind of um, reached out to me pretty intensely because like a lot of times when you're growing up, people will try to set limitations for you, especially like when you're reaching a physique that maybe they've never been able to accomplish or like maybe they've never been able to stick to a diet and they start to kind of talk down on you. And, you know, even maybe like quitting your job and starting your side hustle. Like a lot of times, you know, people, um, will try to, I guess, like talk you out of things because like they care, but at the same time, it's because like they've never been able to accomplish something themselves, or maybe they just like, don't think that it's possible. And you know, there's a lot of things that I've done in my life. And I know Josh has where like people didn't fully agree or like, you know, as much as I love my mom, like she didn't agree on a lot of the things that I've done. And at the end of the day, I'm here, uh, you know, talking to you guys because I, you know, didn't go through with like the path that she wanted me to. Um, and then even for powerlifting and stuff, you know, like if we just listen to everything that other people want us to do, we may not be able to accomplish everything that we want to do. So, you know, here's your, here's your time. And, uh, yeah, this quote really reached out to me pretty hard. That's, that's a big one, you know, even for me, there's a lot of things where I look and I go, oh, this is, you know, all that's been achieved or, you know, I have this friend and they're like, I've never been able to bench more than 225, you know, and it's like to me, hmm, am I going to be able to do that? I have long arms. And, you know, instead of like thinking, hey, there's these ceilings, like, you know, if you really just remove those ceilings and you keep pushing and you find your natural limits, that's the best way to do it. And, you know, just because you have a friend that, you know, tried a business and it failed doesn't mean you'll fail. Um, you know, I think it's great to take advice from others, but sometimes, you know, you got to just stay hungry, believe in your dreams and, you know, make it happen. Like if you look 
at anyone who's hyper successful and, you know, they really said, hey, I'm going to do it and everyone else didn't believe in them, you know, that self-belief and, uh, you know, that law of attraction is huge. Even I wrote a goal this month and um, seeing it every single day kind of bothered me. So I find I really just kind of did what I had to do to get it done. And it's a really powerful principle. So accepting limitations of someone else, that's a big quote. That, oh, yeah. That might be one of my new favorite quotes. Yeah, it's 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 huge. Like you always hear like every day and, you know, just as you grow up, like you have these big dreams and then people are like, no, like you can't do that. Like that's not normal. Like stay within the box. But, you know, it's uh, you know, life is too short. So for once, I don't have a really philosophic, uh, you know, life teaching, life changing quote. It's pretty simple. I just have the dream is free. The hustle is sold separately. Jeez. I think it's a good one to get you fired up. You know, it's it's mailbox Monday. It's, it's Monday. Monday. You know, you're out there. You're getting it. You're dreaming. I think Monday, you know, people come out of the weekend and they get fired up. You know, it's back to the real life, back to the goals. Um, but just know dreaming is easy. But the hustle, the hustle is tough. You know, that's where you got to put in the work. That's where all the effort comes. And that what that's what your catalyst is to actually achieving that dream so just remember you know dreaming's great and i know a lot of people that dream big and i have a million friends you know one comes to mind who always tells me he's going to be so successful and he's going to kill it and you know he's going to do all these things and you know it's kind of like what are you doing you know you just see him doing the same things you know not pushing himself not challenging himself and you know really not kind of going anywhere and it's like hey it's one thing to to dream and be hungry but you actually have to do things to support that dream like if me and kyle and the amount of people that come to me and kyle you know more so in previous than current but you know they go hey i'm gonna be a youtube star you know you guys did it i'm gonna blow up on youtube and it's like okay like have you uploaded anything they're like no nah, but i'm gonna be a youtuber and it's like okay then they upload like once then they upload once in six months <laughs> yeah and it's, it's fun like, to look back yeah your actions don't reflect your goal like if that's your goal you should be pumping content out you should be challenging yourself you should be trying to get better you should be trying to make connections you know so that's one thing, you know, don't just be someone who always dreams, you know, make sure you're in there hustling and getting the work. And I think I've had another goal similar to this, but it's another principle uh, to drill home. What's the client shout out? Client shout out. And uh, yeah, client shout out is going to be uh, Patricia. Patricia. So you guys, yeah, Patricia, <laughs> uh, you guys can see on Instagram, we posted the photo Bitch. and she just like, I know I've showed her out a while ago, but it's just like right now we're at a given point where she is just like absolutely crushing it. So first I'll start with like her spreadsheet. When I look at the very beginning, um, basically 19 weeks ago, she was 120 kgs. Now she is down, uh, let's see, 19 weeks later, she just touched 100 and she uses kgs. So 101 kgs. So basically um, that's either 20 pounds or sorry, 20 kgs or 40 45 pounds uh, within a 19 week period. And the reason I wanted to shout her out, not just because of the weight loss, but just also because of her mindset. Like there's been weeks, like last week she was sick, she couldn't work out, but she did literally everything she could to stay on track and to not fall off and just like, you know, do little bits of cardio, like wherever she could. Like it was obviously really tough when you're sick and have the flu and stuff, but like she's just so hungry and driven and just every week tells me in our video check ins, you know, I'll post a quote on the Instagram story or in the Instagram post about like what she says about like her journey and how it's changed your life and stuff but it, every video is like Kyle this is literally changing my life and you know she's someone who's taken action you know some people can sign up for coaching and just not do anything and just like at the end of the day I can't be there to hold your hand but like when I send her the resources I send her the workouts I send her like the macros and like she's just so on track and having a kid like it's so hard for her sometimes to find the daycare and the childcare that she needs, but she's always like, you know what? There's obstacles in my way this week. I'm going to surpass them. And that's why she's been so successful. So huge shout out. You know, she's always finding different ways to combat the things that are constantly coming at her. And that's the way to truly stay consistent and uh, reach your, your end, res end goal and, uh, and continue going forward. 
That's it, yeah. Patricia's been working hard. She's been with Kyle, you know, for a little bit of time now. And I can see her, you know, each video. She's looking better and better. She's hungry, you know, and that's amazing to see. Okay, next, into fun fact. Um, okay, actually, we have the wrong fun fact. In here. Oh, there it is, right here. There it is, yeah. Okay, yeah, so the fun fact for this week is that the human body has 650 muscles. So, you know, that's pretty crazy. Obviously, there's major muscle groups that you focus more on, but it really is insane, you know, because most people think like, oh, bicep, triceps. Like, yeah, you know, we there's think there's few, like five. Right, and then there's five muscles. And then you think, oh, you know, my quads, right? And then that one's pretty obvious how many there is there too. There's four, right? And then, you know, you kind of look around, but if you really think there's a million little, little muscles, you know, muscles all in your hands, tons in your forearms, tons in your feet. It's really incredible. So it shows you the importance, in my opinion, of really having, you know, a very versatile body, you know, to actually work a lot of different areas, you know. And a common thing I see a lot of people slip up on is grip. Like grip is so important in lifting because big muscles like your back and, you know, your glutes, your legs, everything like that will outgrow your grip very fast. That's why if you're a newer person to the gym or a newer lifter, I really recommend doing a lot of dead hangs. So you're hanging on the bar, just working on that grip, being able to support your body and doing a lot of farmer's walks, suitcase carries, all those good things. Because the more you can develop that grip, the more it will kind of complement and not limit you in the future, you know, as you get stronger and you find your grips given out, but your other muscles feel strong. So that's a big thing I recommend for people. Now, uh, what's, what do you think the biggest muscle in the body is, Kyle? The biggest muscle is the gluteus maximus. <laughs> we, all, we know because we researched yeah. it, but I guess that makes sense, right? Yeah. Like, but, it, And that's the thing. That's another huge muscle. Like, That's another thing I drill to my clients. Yeah. Guys or girls, I'm like, the more you can strengthen this, the stronger you'll be, the better your posture will be. You know, Even your posture chain in general, that's the general area of your glutes, your lower back. To really strengthen those muscles is really what's going to support you, keep your back safe, keep your back healthy, and keep you strong and confident. Yeah, like it's literally the most important muscle group. I mean, obviously, you know, your, your heart is, uh, is up there as well. Well, that's actually number one. Um, but at the end of the day, what like about a lot my of times, brain? yeah, your brain, you got to always <laughs> be training your brain or remain the same, Train but brain. like truthfully, some guys, especially they're like, why am I doing like this glute stuff? And like at the end of the day, it's like literally going to aid you within everything, you know, keep your trunk in a, like a neutral erect position. It's just, so important and uh and one of those things also like the reason we wanted to bring up this quote is because like a lot of times it's like something for you guys to think about this week when you're training is like am i targeting all these different areas and even sometimes think like because i know we can go into the gym and just follow a specific plan but like think about like what is actually being activated like for example um, a lot of times when you're doing all these pushing movements people will only count it as a chest uh, a chest exercise, but at the end of the day, you're also going to be targeting your anterior deltoid as well as your triceps. So when you're calculating volume, calculating everything that's being done, you have to start to think about like what else is being engaged and like make sure that everything's being trained effectively, but not like like too much. You know, like you don't want to be going like crazy and doing like 28 sets of like chest every single day. But um, it's just something to think about, you know, because there's a lot of muscle groups we don't think about. Even like you know the rotator cuff, like these are all things that also need to be worked within different ways with. In your workout routine there you go i love um, it okay next up i guess right into right into questions right into eh? it you know it's probably been about 10 minutes or so we, we flowed pretty good actually I'm, I'm pretty happy with that right yeah. now 650 muscles baby and we got some good questions but we need more so if you have a question that's on your mind you know even if you think it's silly even if you think it's petty even if you think it's too intense let us know let us have a shot at it Go ahead and DM us on Instagram at ColossusFit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T, or go to our website, ColossusFitness.com slash podcast, and there you can easily submit a question. 
especially if it's a longer one and you want to type it up on your computer, uh, that's another great way to do that. So if we can get some more questions, that'd be fantastic uh, because we've been plowing through these and having a lot of fun with them. Okay, so another question. I'm five, two and a half, and I've been calculating all my numbers and putting them that I'm five, three. In many scenarios, you should maybe scale down, but I don't want to be undercompensating when I'm figuring out my BF, BMI, and calorie count. What is your opinion on this? Should I round up or down my height? Um, <laughs> So this is a pretty easy one. You know, honestly, a lot of the time people don't know you can just put five, you know, inch and then two five. Like you can literally have the half measurement in a lot of these scales. So that's pretty convenient. You know, another thing you can do if they're digital is you can go ahead and change that to centimeters. Um, you know, a lot of them will have that option as well instead of inches and you can get a more exact measurement so you don't have to cut any corners. And so the best thing you can do is just calculate it exactly what you're at. You know, if you are half, it is important, you know, especially when you're like, um, you know, a little shorter like that, it's another really good thing to do. And that's something I've really made a point of doing with my height because I kind of landed about, you know, six, one and a half, six, one point two five. you know, so I'm somewhere in there. So I like to keep it as accurate as possible. Yeah, usually I just round up to six feet, you know, for my <laughs> seven feet. No, I'm I'm like five foot. I don't know, I five foot seven maybe. Like you know, I thought I was taller. Like I used to tell people five foot nine. So I just thought that you're would be somewhere funny. in there. Yeah, somewhere I mean, in that range. No but like, I usually will just say like maybe five eight. I, I don't even know. It's been a while. I have to check to check my. I'd say five eight. I'd give you five. I eight. say I say five eight. You know, but uh, that's why I thought it'd be funny to say I round up to six feet. Like put in my Instagram bio six feet. You know, because all these girls are like uh, wanting guys like six feet and above. But uh, no, I just thought that was funny. That's a good question, though. That was from Holly. She's been crushing it. You know, um, I guess she doesn't really need to do that for calorie count because I take care of uh, her calories. She's one of my online clients, and she's just been doing an amazing job of just being crazy consistent. But uh, that was a good question. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's not a ton of points where you really, you know, where you super need to input it. You know, there's some fun ones like, you know, muscle density scales where you kind of look at metrics like what you weigh, you know, how thick your wrists are and you can kind of see your muscular potential. It's pretty cool to do like things like that. You know, are you close to your limits? It's kind of a fun scale, but for the most part, you know, all this is going to be somewhat flawed too. So that half inch isn't going to, you know, decimate your numbers, but you do want it to be consistent. And if they don't allow you that kind of rounding, you know, ability, just go ahead and stick with one or the other, you know, um, you probably, I don't know, make sure it's an accurate measure, yeah. but it's an interesting question. It's a fun one. That's, you know, these little ones are cool. We can kind of bang them out fast, uh, which is pretty awesome. And that takes us to our next one from Sally Jasmine. Should you do cardio before or after strength training? Does it matter? So yes, it absolutely matters, especially as you get more advanced. Um, the main reason is for fatigue. Um, so if you do a ton of cardio, when your main goal is, you know, muscular development and strength gain before you lift, it's going to tire you out. You know, you're not going to be able to perform optimally, and that's going to kind of have a negative impact on your actual strength potential. So that's something you want to be mindful of. So the number one rule is just what is your primary goal? Like, is your primary goal, um, you know, to be a cardiovascular athlete? If so, do that. Then do your strength training. If your number one goal is muscular development or strength, you definitely want to start with that strength, then get into that cardio. That's kind of, you know, the quick breakdown of it. We have done a deeper dive on this in the past. I'm not sure if you'll be able to track it down or not. Um, but if you kind of dig through our episodes, you'll see there's a long one on this, but that's a simple answer. So really just think of what your priority is. Um, you know, will it kill you if you do five minutes? No, but it's more so if you're doing an intense amount before. Um, that's why I definitely recommend doing it after for 99% of people, unless you're someone who's looking to do like a marathon or, you know, something crazy like that where cardio is your number one concern. 
Yeah, definitely make sure like if you're going to do the cardio, like it's not saying that like I would say, you know, a good five to 10 minutes, like warm up, like as long as it's like low intensity and just kind of like want to walk it out and, you know, get hyped up or something, that's cool. But like if you're going at a 15 minute really fast paced run and like or intense cardio on the rowing machine, your lifting definitely will be affected. So, uh, yeah, just be careful with that, you know, because we always rate strength training like highly above cardio for overall like body composition and like actual muscle density and all that stuff and if that's your main goal then cardio will definitely uh, oh affect that what number do you think this episode is what the cardio one yeah i'm gonna like let me choose, choose a random one i'm gonna guess 63 12 12 it's one oh, of our first crap. episodes that's okay. incredible and that's the thing too you know don't be don't worry if you ask a question that we've answered um at this point we have like 157 episodes i mean there's actually a lot of you that have said you listen to everyone and you know we love those people the most everyone else can just unsubscribe and stop listening yeah no i'm kidding uh everyone will get there and i know not everyone is uh digged all the way back but that's why it's cool even when we ask these questions you know we can refer out to this old content that was still amazing in this episode we really kind of go off so Episode 12 is Mailbox Monday. Best time to do cardio and how much protein do you really need? Uh, so that's another fantastic question. Thank you, Sally Jasmine. No one unsubscribe. Everyone stay here forever and uh, keep getting this amazing content. Um, so this is a really fun one. We'll go person by person. I thought this is a pretty cool question from Kyle's client, Dean. What are you digging on TV, movies, podcasts, YouTube, or books? So go through each category and let, let's hear what you're into these days. All right, TV. Literally only thing I watch is basically because Josh got me into like a long time ago. Um, what was it? Uh, the show office. How did I forget that? Oh yeah. So like, that's the type of stuff I like. Like when I'm done at the end of the night, I'm just want 20 to 30 minutes before bed just to chill. Usually I'll just watch that. Like I don't ever watch TV during the day. Like it just, it's just to me too big of a time waster. So it's something that I want. That's like simple, easy. Um, so I've always gone from the office and then recently I did how I met your mother and then now I'm doing friends and that's or pretty funny. Good. I've never like, watched friends. Though. I mean, everyone said like, you know, if you've watched the office and how I met your mother, you like you've got to do friends. So like, it's been pretty good. Like it's, it's definitely not. Kyle has no attention span for TV. I yeah. So the like office, I'd ask him a reference. And he'd be like, mm, don't remember. So <laughs> I, I pay very like poor attention to like anything like relating to that stuff. And like, even just when I'm watching, I just like, I want something that's just there to kind of like make me laugh a little bit and just yeah. like let you unwind. But truthfully, like the one thing I've actually enjoyed recently was, um, something that I actually had to pay attention to more, which was, uh, you, so that was like a Netflix series. I'm sure a lot of you guys have heard it. It was just oh, like some dude, right? Or yeah, some, some like crazy dude. I've heard it's good. And that was just to me like I've been actually getting more into those things that kind of keep you like a little bit more, you know, like actually have to pay attention and like like follow and stuff. Like so I like a mixture of that or like Law and Order was one of my weird phases. Like just a couple of those things, but that's all I really like dive into here and there. All right, should we go? Okay, I'll go. I'll go my TV now. All right, I have a list of shows I like to kind of keep up with. So. Like probably one of my favorite shows is Peaky Blinders. You know, I like those a lot. You know, the Sons of Anarchy type kind of fun feel shows. Yeah, uh, that's a in. really good show. It only comes out so much. It's an English show kind of about like this English gypsy gang. Uh, like that's what they are. You know, I know that term isn't favorable, but it's going back in history and that's kind of what they are. And, you know, their interactions with everyone. He's very much an anti-hero. Like he's this beast businessman, but, you know, he's got like his dark side to him. It's, it's a really, really good show. It's insane, you know, in terms of cinematography and quality. 
quality. Um, you know, Westworld was another fantastic show. I really enjoyed. Um, that's another really, really trippy one. You know, lately, like, I like these shows that come out once a week and you're like, what the heck? And then you have to watch, like, an explained video after, you know, to have them kind of break it down and really let you know what's going on and what's a lot of fun. So that's really cool. And then, um, of course, uh, another one I've really enjoyed was I kind of ran through um, Billions. That's mm, another really that's good. That's good, yeah. I you'd, like that one. You'd like, you've watched it? I, I've watched a few, yeah. I didn't yeah, you'd like that show a lot. And another show that Kyle would like, too, is um, Hustlers with The Hustlers. Rock. It's, um, you know, he's like a football agent, uh, and he like, uh, he's, yeah, he's like this big football agent representing football players, and he's like creating this business, and it's like craziness, and they're in Miami. Like, it's a really fun, pretty intense show. It's, it's a good time, you know? Like, that's another kind of fun one but otherwise yeah i haven't been watching too much tv i used to watch probably a lot more but now you know maybe one episode a night or something yeah me busy i used to like obviously because I, I said i only do it right before bed so when i was doing the law and order stuff and those like weird things i'd have like really weird like dreams <laughs> yeah and just like i'd feel freaked out especially that you thing so i was like okay i can't i can't keep watching it unless it's like a different time but like even um randomly came across like obviously Netflix can be pretty addicting but like like I said I have my limits like maybe 20 30 minutes here and there so we did um the Aaron Hernandez documentary cuz that was pretty interesting he, he was like the guy too. who um went crazy from all these concussions and stuff and uh, just playing football and then also the uh, the craziest one this is the one Dean actually showed me cuz it was filmed here in Toronto um and he like sent a photo like uh of basically like the Eaton Center and stuff it was like this one where you're the, the, the guy who murdered the cats and stuff oh that was crazy that was like insane that yeah. was just like that was nuts that um <laughs> did you watch the whole thing i watched all of it okay the best was how the guy pronounced etobicoke etobicoke <laughs> etobicoke and he kept he, <laughs> and he kept said it like 20 it. times he kept saying it with such confidence yeah that's freaking nuts and you know what's crazy too olivia lived in um the same building as him Oh my gosh. At the time, like literally at that time. That's terrifying. Wow. Like, something like like that here was crazy because it was so close to home. Yeah, like that's and then, and then you see like the areas you drive past and yeah. stuff you're like this person literally was here. That's freaking but, terrifying. Yeah, but, this is a fun episode. I like the stuff like this, yeah, you know, like right we're back. humans too. But number one is Office for me. Like yeah. that's a show without fail I'll watch, you know, probably once a week so I probably watched it like 10 times. It's yeah. pretty bad. Um but it just every time without fail it finds a new way to make me laugh and like like Kyle said, I don't want to watch something super intense always before, like, you know, you go to bed or something. Like, I like to stretch out and chuckle and whatever, be in a yeah. good mood and kind of go to bed. If you're, like, kind of freaked out, you're not going to be vibing it. Um, movies, I can't say I have too much. I really like lately. Nothing. I like a lot of movies have kind of stunk. I don't I don't watch movies, really. I uh, I don't know. I'll I don't watch know. them, but I, I couldn't tell you a good one I've seen recently. I don't know. Okay podcasts podcast uh actually haven't been doing uh doing any of them um i don't know what it is i just always find myself going back to audiobooks so i just um have been like just diving through a couple of them i just got my subscription back um to audible and i got um the miracle morning that's really good i've read it before and then just like the four hour work week um is one that i've kind of been diving into that's really it i mean podcast wise like i'm subscribed to a lot but i can't say i've been listening to a whole lot lately so i can't really talk much about that there's one podcast i've listened to every single episode of fit recently. healthy and happy podcast baby because yeah, i film them yeah <laughs> i can't say i've ever listened to an episode of it though like i've listened to a few it. i've just to check like a couple things and yeah that's true that like but yeah to check the quality but sometimes at the same it's time, like we're experiencing it's, it right it's kind of like 
cringy and like not cringy it's just like no, i don't I agree. need I hate, to hear myself I hate watching myself on youtube i hate like yeah it's just not my first choice i just want to live my life put it out there you know like when yeah. it's yourself you're like oh i sound like that i'm doing this oh you know but like it's pretty common apparently like even a lot of um very different but a lot of actors refuse to ever watch themselves like they'll have like a phobia of it like the one guy from star wars a big thing i mean i kind of get it like if i was acting especially that'd be crazy like i don't yeah. know if i could do it <laughs> yeah i don't know it's 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 tough a lot of yeah a lot of people don't like that i mean it's uh it's interesting for sure and sometimes like when i say things like i feel like a bit weird or like whatever i'm just like oh i could have said that better and it's just like you know i'd rather live my life and not worry too much so that's why I really don't listen to that much. Yeah, for podcasts, for me, I mean, I've been bouncing around. Uh, there's been nothing, you know, I've especially loved. I, I just listen to a bit of this, a bit of that, you know, whatever kind of catches my intrigue, and I'll kind of enjoy that. But, yeah, that's why we really wanted to make this podcast, too, because for the longest time, I'm like, man, I want to find a good fitness podcast. But, you know, all of them are pretty foo-foo or, you know, kind of people that are super kind of out there you i know? love this um so mind pump is the one that i will recommend to a lot of people their last episode is why most group exercise classes suck <laughs> that's gonna be a topic we're gonna be touching on uh kind of soon uh i'm interested to hear their thoughts though like it's nice to hear other people who are in the industry who like think that's similar it. things um youtube uh, i've always been a fan of prank videos i don't know what it is like i feel like most of them have stunk recently though well i only watch i mean a couple here and there like uh, there's two people i really watch i don't know what it is it's it's the nelk boys and then um cassidy campbell he's hilarious as well as his like his buddy johnny bravo um and then like here and there do guys like big dogs if like, if i think it's gonna be funny but his stuff to me is kind of a bit old um but then like sometimes i try not to get into the rabbit hole of like like occasionally i'll go into like bradley martin stuff because he just like lives like an interesting lifestyle and like kind of parties in a way but also is like extremely jacked and like really self-disciplined but then if i go do that then like you'll go to like jake paul's video and then Lo and then logan paul and like that's a really bad rabbit hole to go down like that that group of people yeah, but i was talking to me about jake and logan paul the other day or something well just their fights and stuff but it's actually funny because like i randomly came across because like, jake paul obviously you guys probably heard of him he's just some interesting youtuber who appeals to like 12 year olds. I don't know why I randomly come across him, but there's like uh like 40 minutes, like between like this guy, Graham Stefan and, uh, and PewDiePie of just ripping Jake Paul's course apart. And I just wanted to see what his course looked like. It was just like a, a $20 per Graham month. Like Stefan and PewDiePie did a video. Yeah. They did videos like, um, PewDiePie's video has 8 million views, like ripping apart Jake Paul and like I Dan Fleisch. Graham is like a little channel. And then Graham has like 1.5 mil subs. He's like, um, a finance dude who's like uh, who's who's now growing like quite a bit like he's uh, just like a millionaire multi-millionaire so like they just went through the course Graham and, Norton no Graham Stefan like you follow him too we yeah, both, yeah I actually just some sub from him yesterday yeah only because I feel like they're all getting so repetitive yeah that's the thing like I, I like these finance videos for a bit and then I'm like hey you're mm -hmm. talking about the same that's why we try what to change oh whoops Graham. that's why <laughs> that's why we try and change it a bit but that's the guy I don't know he was good for a bit but a yeah. lot of them just get like it's the same thing. How I got my Tesla for free. The yeah. credit cards you need. You know, like, I don't know. That's funny, though. I didn't know that. That's good for him. Shoot. PewDiePie's yeah. a beast. Yeah. PewDiePie's crazy. 103 million freaking subs. But yeah. Uh, and then YouTube. You probably, I don't think you watch much, right? YouTube, I'll watch actually like a lot. Like, But I've actually been watching more like informative stuff oh, recently. Okay. Like I've been better with that. Um, before I was subbed to like a ton of pranks and stuff. But once again, a lot of them are kind of the same. Yeah. And that's kind of killed it for me. 
I'll watch like Philip Franco usually once a day for like 10 minutes. You know, I kind of know what's going on in the world. And then when I have to make small talk, I can, you know, fill in the gaps. So I appreciate that. I've been liking a lot of car videos lately, like Donut Media. I really like watching, you know, they have like fun information kind of stuff going on with cars, you know, even like Straight Pipes Car Reviews, this other guy. That's been pretty fun to watch. Gets me fired up. Um, yeah, this Jack Denmo guy is kind of funny, you know, it makes me laugh. Mm-hmm. Um Otherwise, I don't know, like even I'll watch a few fitness videos, not many, but there's not not too much that like I really, really love. I really like um, like even CNBC. They have some amazing like breakdowns of what's going on. That's pretty cool. Vox will do a really a lot of fun things. Vice will have some really cool things, some motivational channels. It's kind of all over the place right here. Yeah, I mean, that's the way to do it. That's how YouTube works for sure. And even podcasts like um, First We Feast Hot Ones is a really good time. That's kind of fun way to, you know listen to a different podcast someone from a different perspective in life and that's cool but yeah no cassie campbell's pretty funny yeah he, he makes jokes. me laugh he's probably like the one prankster i actually top-notch to idiots are dudes that are like pretty obnoxious but like when they do stuff it's just so over the top it's like holy like they'll they'll lock they'll they'll ask someone to get out of their car and then lock themselves inside the car and just like make the dude freak out it's like it's kind of funny, but it's also like pretty insane. It's just like very interesting to watch. I think my favorite one is Shammy. S H A M M I is his thing, and it's all like vertical, horrible quality iPhone videos. But the dude is just ridiculous. Have you ever seen him? No. It's the most insane stuff. Like I don't even know what's going on. Like I swear he's nuts. I'll check him out. I'll show you after. There's a guy Salim who just joined these Nelk guys, and they do moaning in people's ears, and it literally like if you saw the reactions of the last videos, it just kills me. But anyways, for books, all I really do right now is just um, still do some post-course work from the Darby certification. I'm just kind of taking it easy. Like anytime, like tomorrow I have a three-hour gap. So I'll probably just do two to three hours of that and just like continue to take notes, continue to watch the videos. And that's really all I've been doing because I told myself like self-improvement wise, usually I will do the podcast and uh, and and the, and the audio, audio books because I'm driving probably three to four hours a day consistently. And then when I sit down, I want to get more into my fitness stuff and keep practicing that. But you know, one of my goals is to get back more into self-improvement and personal growth. Like, um, it's, it's where like Josh and I really started. And I think I need to actually do more of it just to get my mindset a bit, a bit in a better place. But something to think about even is like for you guys, like I find a lot of times, especially cause you're at your job, it's like 20% self-improvement and then 80% entertainment. So like how do we factor it to get like the, the, the informative stuff, like higher than the entertainment to kind of keep progressing and moving forward. So yeah. there it is. I've been reading outliers, but I also really don't like reading. Like to sit down and read is just something I'm not the greatest with. So I'm trying to make a goal of finishing it. I've actually really enjoyed the book, but for the most part, I do do podcasts. Like I'll run through podcasts pretty much all the time. Uh, lately, I've just been re listening to some old ones that really got me fired up. You know, um, like How to Get and Stay Motivated by Grant Cardone, Millionaire Booklet. Those two really kind of got me amped up. You know, even Ask Gary Vee, I've run through again just for fun. I tried 12 Rules for Life. I couldn't get into it. I know a lot of people I couldn't like do it. it. I had to return that book on Audible. Yeah. I asked them to refund me. <laughs> it's a little It's a little much. I don't yeah. know. Dude, just like Jordan Peterson can be fun to listen to, but man, that guy gets in a rabbit hole. Um, yeah. Never Split the Difference is amazing. Um, I Will Teach You Be Rich was great. Um, Atomic Habits was really good. Like there's, there's so many good books out there that we could recommend, but you know, for now. Well, yeah, what we'll do is like maybe if you guys enjoy this, like do a, literally a full episode on like maybe every book, every tip, like, and, and just run through a full, like self-improvement, like full episode if you guys are interested. So let yeah. us know. Cause message us. If that's we have a case. lot. Like I, I have probably about 50 audiobooks, maybe 60 in front of me right now. 
And, uh, and we've, you know, in the past five years done a lot of that stuff. So, um, I think a lot of people can learn stuff and, and maybe get our recommendations. So yeah, that was fun. There we go. That was our boy Dean asking. asking yeah, that was a good questions. question. Okay. Back to the fitness world. Yeah. Best supplements for sports specific athletes. So, you know, we kind of discussed this and I mean, I, for most sports, like in general, you know, obviously I'd recommend the creatine for the muscular endurance. That's going to be your kind of bread and butter. Supplementing with protein is going to be great for your recovery, especially because you're going to be burning a lot more calories than most, you know, and if you're someone who's insanely athletic, um, you know, you can get into things like, you know, you can actually get quick carb supplements and stuff if you don't have time to like actually scarf down a banana and stuff. But that'd be on a very extreme scale where you're burning, you know, significantly more than you're eating and you don't want to get super small. So I'd say one of the best things you could do is, you know, really get to tracking your food, know how everything affects you and be able to nail that nutritional side down but for the most part our supplement advice would be the same as it would be for anyone else so you can just refer back to that video we did um, entirely on the best supplements that actually work based on science um, that's number 17 we have an episode and um, the best supplements to be taking if you want a new updated one we have 32 and then we've also done one on best for uh, yeah that's it so those are the two so I think it was episode 17 and episodes eight. Okay, let me make a note so you y'all have that. Yeah, um, we have a lot of uh, things to link here. Yeah, and and while Josh is making that note, um, I just wanted to bring this atten- to, to all of your attention because um, you know if you hadn't listened to episode one forty nine with uh, Ben McDonald, he's from Darby uh, Fitness Certification. Um, you know, I brought up a point where he talked to John Berardi, who's like the holder of uh, Precision Nutrition. And there was a point that he mentioned that we talked about a little bit. And a lot of times people think because someone's an athlete, that something needs to be so out of this world and like completely different. And like we all agreed, the three of us, that uh, basically like it should honestly just be like very complex. Uh, it should be simple. Like it's sorry, not complex. It should be simple. It should be the point where like you don't have to think too much. Like you know, like just because someone's an athlete doesn't mean that like the meal plan or like the the, the nutrition or like everything should be completely different. And a lot of times people think just because they're an elite athlete, it should be like out of this world. But you know, at the end of the day, like when you do stuff that like you're gonna stick to, when you do stuff that's just like more consistent, like for the everyday person, even the athletes, it's what's gonna you know reap the best results long term. There it is. Okay, this is another fun one. Which way is the best way to face plates on the bar? Um, so, you know, normally I'd say, like, what what kind of question is this? Like, just put them on however you want. Um, but with powerlifting, it's actually pretty funny. Like, people get kind of finicky about where they are and how it is. So with powerlifting, you have to face the first plate inward so you can see the measure of how heavy it is and then all the other ones facing outward. It kind of makes sense because you can actually see the amount of weight that's in the bar kind of makes sense but you know for the most part we really don't care like we'll sometimes do some silly stuff like kyle's benching 185 and i'm benching 275 you know um we'll literally just keep the plate in the 25 and just slap the 45 over top i find it really only bugs me when i get to really really heavy weights but when it's really light um you know it doesn't matter too too much so i wouldn't put too much worry into that you know it is a fun question though so unless you're using calibrated kilo plates um and if you don't know what those are you're definitely not using them so don't worry uh, but if you get to the point where you are, that's kind of what you got to do. Yeah, buddy. Okay, cool. Should we do one more? Should we yeah, let's it? do one more. All right. Thoughts on zero calorie foods like cooking sprays, Walden Farm sauce, and fake butter. So this is a really fun question. So when we were dieting, you know, I was all about the zero calorie life. Like it was something, you know, I'm like, this is legit. Like, why would I not do this? Like, I may as well pound a ton of Diet Coke, you know, zero calorie sauce. Here's your cut, you know, and 
looking back, like, I don't know, it's just, to me, I'd rather just, you know, get a lot of really fun kind of whole base foods or, you know, foods that are hacked, but not fully zero, like you can get zero calorie syrups, but I find they're just kind of nasty, right? And just like a weird mix of weird stuff. Um, instead, even like, instead of syrup, a full maple syrup, I'll get like, um, you know, because we're Canadian, we need that. I'll get sugar free, you know, like Edie Smith, it's like, nothing in comparison it's like literally a fifth of the calories of the full-fledged one so i'll more so look for you know those better alternatives and like i said with the cooking spray in a previous episode you know just getting a better pan that can take care of that for you you can avoid that altogether you know saying so will they kill you no like it's kind of shown there's nothing great or nothing necessarily that will damage you yet but the one thing to keep in mind too like the one argument you can have against diet coke and zero calorie foods and you know how everyone goes chemicals 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 are in everything, yes, but I mean, the one argument that holds a validity in my mind is these things haven't been long enough, um, around long enough to see the long-term effects. It's not like they've been around for 100 years and we can see how they impact us. You know, I would say, you know, looking at the science right now, they are safe, so if you like to use them, that's fine. Um, but to me, I don't know, I just kind of cut it out and I've just tried to, you know, really narrow down on foods I enjoy. You know, just look for foods that are hacky but not fully zero calories, so... That's kind of my answer. I'm not against them. You know, I'm, there's nothing to say they're horrible for you or that even that they're bad for you. I personally have just chosen to kind of, eh. you know, like to me, I just figure I don't really need it. So why bother? What's your take? Yeah. I mean, uh, for me, I guess it depends. It depends on my situation. Like if I'm kind of starting a cut and I'm like higher calories and, and whatnot, I'm, I'm not really integrating any of that stuff. But near the end, I'll definitely add in things like... Um, well, the thing is, like, it's not really I'm looking for zero calorie things. I'm just trying to find anything that I can to just help me get through the day. Like, you know, we've always talked about, like, how tea is amazing, you know, obviously without, like, all the additional stuff. You know, we've uh, I personally love sparkling water, and it's just been one of my staples. I'll I'll do stuff like BCAAs to kind of just, like, give me a, yeah, a little like, bit of okay, a benefit. Yeah, I like BCAAs. I'm a fan of tea, like yeah. you said. Okay, those I'll definitely get behind. Yeah, but. like, the sauces, like, the, I mean, I've done it, but then, like, I've also, like, literally like josh like just hated the taste so i'm like you know what there's like no point of of doing anything like that um fake butter i mean I, i've never tried it but i wouldn't really like yeah margarine i'd rather just use less best. margarine doesn't seem to be yeah you know like i don't know that's the one thing even like the problem with margarine too is it gets pretty bad for you you know like when you actually cook it you know it makes it kind of bad yeah and that's kind of how i would use it so that's why i've stayed away from that and even like butter you know you can get away without butter a lot of the time and like just adjusting and, you know, finding general alternatives. You can save a lot of calories. Like if you're someone that needs mayo on a burger, you know, or you go to somewhere to get a burger, just say, hey, can I get like half the mayo? Or, you know, if you're at home, you can get a light mayo. Like you can find subs, um, substitutes, you know, even like when I'm sick or whatever, you can get chicken noodle soup that's lower sodium, you know, so you don't have to get jacked up with a ton and ton of salt. Like there's just little tweaks you can make where instead of getting like the full-fledged 100%, you know, full-on version of something, you can get a little bit lighter alternative like Kyle said, and especially you can be more mindful of that as you diet down but yeah i just remember like even dieting down like i would um just add in things like as much freaking spinach as i possibly could or like take cucumbers and like cut it up and just and, and then just eat that like there's obviously nothing so beats many food yeah That's nothing it. beats food like just and especially if you choose the right stuff like you think of celery or like i hate pickles but pickles are great you know people love mustard i hate mustard but those things are like awesome both of those you know <laughs> sriracha's king hot yeah. sauces are great the only thing with hot sauce is like i used to have a lot more of it it can hurt your stomach if you get a ton of it so that is one thing to be mindful of you know like you don't want to go crazy in a perfect world i would but that's one thing I've been more careful with is I've been kind of tapering that. Yeah, but definitely like like at least thinking about like these things I think is is huge. Like just when you're on that dieting phase, your lower calories. I know Dean, the one who asked this, is 
at the point where he's kind of like a little bit lower, but he's still, you know, I think I have him around 23 or 2400 calories. So like, it's really not too bad. Like he doesn't need to do everything zero calories. Like you can still have like some really good meals within that. But obviously, you know, if you're used to having something like really high calories, like, like a drink wise, you might have to just opt for like, uh, you know, even water though, like water is amazing. Like just different things, you know, figure out how you want to utilize your calories and, and you'll be good to go. Yeah, so that's going to be it for today. Thanks for tuning in. This one was nice and fun, a little more laid back. Um, you know, obviously, Mon- Mailbox Monday is a little, meant to be a little more open-ended. Obviously, our goal for you is to always be learning, always be growing, and giving you the tools you need to really succeed. Um, then every Thursday episode, if you're new here, we really just dive into a topic and really attack it. Um, but I definitely recommend, you know, going back to some of those older episodes. Yeah. If you want to know more about supplements, you know, you can head back uh, to episode number 17 or 8. Um, and if you want to know more about, uh, what was the other? The cardio would be episode 12. It would be episode 12. So lots of great content um, to kind of dig back into and enjoy. Um, otherwise, once again, we would really appreciate some more uh, questions. So if you can help us out with that, that'd be amazing. Uh, you can go ahead and follow us on Instagram at ColossusFit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. You know, you can submit a question there and hey, even if you want to just say, hey, you've been listening and you've enjoyed it, you know, how it's helped change your life or, you know, that'd mean a lot. If anything we can hear, you know, even hearing people that have listened to this have lost 50 pounds, that help them stick to their diet, like that's just super powerful to us. And, you know, one of the absolute best things you can do if you really want to support the show and help out, that would mean the world is just simply, you know, share uh, the podcast you're listening to to your story. Um, Trust me, you know, even if you only have 10 followers, you know, even if you get two of those people listening to some of this good content, it's going to help, you know, that snowball effect, getting this content out to more people, getting more listeners on here, which is amazing. So anyone who shares the story, we really appreciate it. And we usually reshare it as well on our page. And, you know, that'll mean a lot to us. So thanks so much for listening. Anything to add? Meow. Peace. Peace.